Welcome to Dogsthorpe Infant School Launchpad. This is your captain speaking. We've been cleared for departure. OK, Eddie, start the countdown. Five, four, three, two, one. Let's go. This podcast is brought to you by Eddie Edster, the Dogsthorpe Infant School Wellbeing Dog. Oh, two more episodes left of season three. But don't worry, we'll be back in September with a brand new series. And I've got lots of wonderful guests and I've got one for you right now. Children, we're thinking about you and reading. And don't forget, you've got to keep reading over the summer. There's lots of opportunities to sit and read. And we have got a book that's at school that was kindly donated by our guest today. Her name is Kate Douglas. Welcome to the show, Kate. Hello, uh, Dave and Eddie. Thank you very much for inviting me. Where are we speaking from? I'm actually speaking from Greece, where I spend um, some of the year and where my most creative ideas just come, um, including the one for my book, Poppy's Tale, that we're going to be talking about today. Absolutely. Firstly, thank you, Kate, for your donation of the book. Our children are going to love Love having Poppy as a, as a friend when they pick up your delightful, delightful book that hopefully all you parents who are listening, all you teachers who are listening, all you head teachers who I know you, do, you listen from other schools, uh, welcome. And also you might want to get this book into your book library, your school library. Kate, could you tell us a little bit about yourself first? Uh, Yes, my background, Dave, is in uh, graphic design. I was a graphic designer with running my own business. Um, Still am, still do a little of that. But then uh, I decided to move forward with something that came to me way back when my daughter was three. um, And that was a long time ago. She, I found myself, it was around the age of three, which is... uh, interesting because this is the age that I now write for three to five or two to six that kind of time I started to get when I was reading her bedtime stories I started to find that lots and lots of stories for children's uh, ideas for children's books were coming into my mind and I worked on quite a few of them just at um in my well not much spare time at that point with a little one but uh, I made notes of everything and kept files of all the ideas and it was only later when she'd um left home and I found that I and I scaled my business down a little bit and I had time to work on on some of those ideas and it was in Greece in 2016 relaxing on a sunbed mind peaceful relaxed and the idea for Poppy's Tale came into my head and I always carry a notebook so I started jotting down some little ideas writing it a few little drawings and screenshot them and sent them to my daughter. And she said, Mum, this would make a fantastic children's book. And uh, I made a commitment there and then to do this one first. And then there's more waiting in the wings, more ideas that I'm going to develop. So that's the background. 
Poppy is a lovely little girl, but she has this thought, doesn't she? Yeah, she has a dream that she, how fun it would be if she had a tail. And uh, she tries on, in her dream, in her imagination, she tries on lots of different, uh, tries out lots of different animal tails. There's squirrels and pigs and leopards and peacocks and all sorts. Um, and then she decides that she'd like to invent a tail of her own. And she does that and invents this rainbow tail, which she then finds all sorts of funny uses for. Um, and I just love the reason I wrote the book or the where the idea came from was I've always thought how fun it would be if we all had tails. It would just be so funny. You know, birds have tails, animals have tails, and uh, fish have tails, and we don't. And we'd all know what each other were thinking if we were swishing the tails around and what have you. Absolutely. So it just came from fun, really. And, of course, uh, for all all those who study the human anatomy, we used to have a tail once. That's why we have a thing at the base of our spine called the coccyx. It's where we used to have our tail. And uh, we don't now, of course. Um, (laughs) Some people would say, I wish we did have a tail, but we don't now, unfortunately. But obviously Poppy has has had this dream and she thought that she'd have this this tail. And and it's interesting that when you think about it, listeners, that... um, you know, animals have different tails and they use them for different reasons. Some use their tail to balance with. Some uh, some of the monkeys, particularly primates, can hang off trees with them. I don't know, they hold their whole weight with their tail. It's incredible. Others use it to to, flot, uh, to swap flies with and they, um, they try and sort those out. Others use it to protect themselves, use their tail to protect themselves. It's amazing and... Uh, how does Poppy get on? What does does she eventually decide what sort of tail she likes? Oh yes, she's got her. She invents her own and uh, this rainbow tail, and she finds lots of amusing ways to use it. So just, brilliant! It's just fun, really, and uh, the children love it. You know, I do a lot of school visits now, and um, and really gets them talking. You know. So, so, so when they when you go and do a school visit, and you you obviously you bring your book. Now, some authors uh, come in and they read their book to to the the different classes, and uh, then afterwards there's an opportunity for for teachers and for parents to buy those books. But you go that little bit further, don't you? I got a bit carried away. Yes, I when I started doing the school visits, I just realised that it would be much more fun if the children could actually wear tails, experience wearing a little tail. So I actually made 50 different animal tails. Well, not 50 different ones, but there's all sorts, the, you know, uh, tigers and leopards and crocodiles and um, peacocks and all sorts, as I was mentioning, as in the book. And the children get the chance. So I read the book. I have the physical book and I also show it as a PDF on a whiteboard or on a screen um and then we have a chat about it and we chat about you know which tales they liked according to the age group so i read to nursery uh reception and year one and obviously gauge it sometimes year two as well sometimes and obviously gauge it to to their ability and we talk about what it would be like to have a tail which ones were their favorites and what the funny things that poppy does and what and then we go into what sort of what would they do if they had a tail and um, get all sorts of surprising answers there? You know, there are people who, little children who want to help their mummies and daddies with the 
washing up with a tail or they want to brush their hair with it or brush their teeth with it or that it's fun you know mm. and we also talk as you said about what sort of what what animals do with their tails and how cats dogs wipe their tails when they're happy and cats wipe their tails when they're not so happy um so it's great fun and then they get very excited because i then invite them to try on a tail to choose a tail and we dance with the tails to music um there's always a rush on the on the rainbow tails um but lots of them want the tigers and they have to behave like the animal of the the animal's tail that they've chosen so if it's a crocodile i want them to go around snap 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 and, and if it's a tiger it's grrr, and you know they've got yeah. to act it out there's a horse so they clip to clop around or a bunny rabbit's tail they jump around like a bunny and it's hugely fun and the teachers don't get off scot free either they've I've got <laughs> grown up sized tails for teachers so it's it's really fun and i also produce um activities a range of activity sheets that support that based on the book um there's 10 of those um and i also give a, a little bookmark and a sticker a special book poppy's bookmark and sticker that goes with um with each of them when i take them into schools so it's a lot of fun yeah yeah and 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 because um lots of people lots of children have uh, domestic animals with tails um yeah. they are very expressive i every morning one of the most fav- favorite times of the day for me is that when i get up of a morning get get showered get get dressed go downstairs open the kitchen door and i'm greeted with eddie and the first thing he does is he looks straight at me and his tail starts wagging. And that's my first smile of the day because the joy of, of seeing Eddie wagging his tail, knowing that he's happy. So, and, and you, do, the animals don't express things on their face so much. You, you, they do a bit, you know, if they're worried or concerned, but, um, but they can't express in the same way that we do with like lifting our eyebrows and we know if we're surprised Very and things like that. <laughs> but but we, yeah, but we do know that they're happy when they wag their tail like that. When a dog wags its tail, you know that they're happy, they're friendly, they're in a nice place. And I must admit that is my first smile of the day is given to me by Eddie's tail because uh, that's it's so important. So I can understand the excitement of young children being given a tail and say, you know, run round the hall, run round the, you know, wherever you're doing your your lesson, rather run round and, and enjoy it, wag your tail. You know, it's just incredible. They love it. They do love it. And 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 the the rainbow tails that I I take into schools that I've made initially with all the other ones, um, they became so popular that then I had Poppy's tails. I designed a tail source the fabric and and a manufacturer a uk manufacturer actually um although they're actually made in china but they're manufactured in china but the company is a uk based um poppy's rainbow tails branded and they match the book so the children if they want to buy the tails as well as the book then they can act out um poppy's tail and all the things that she does with her rainbow tail so these are rainbow fur on a little uh, band, elastic band that goes around their tummies and fixed with velcro. And yeah. and it's it's a, it's a very important message for for little children as well that you know we're not we're, we are all different. And yes, exactly. 
and and so it's about identity and it's about acceptance as well isn't it about accepting other people very much so and i think poppy's um she's got a nice a really sunny personality she comes over just in very simple illustrations that i developed that i did originally i was going to have a different illustrator but i wanted to do them myself because i knew um you know my background's in graphic design so i knew what i wanted poppy to look like and she's got this very bold smiley optimistic cheerful uh way of being and struts her stuff with her little rainbow tail you can see the 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 illustration that kate's done of poppy and it's it's she's looks lovely little girl sort of the sort of little girl that you you would want in your class she looks full of excitement and and uh, and and you can see her tail it's a, it's a it's a lovely illustration um and i'm guessing that she's going to have other adventures as well uh, in the in the future but before we get on to about the future in regard to your school visits are you based in a particular area or do you are you offering your school visits uh further afield uh well i'm based in london so i've done a lot of schools both state and private in london and around but i also have been all over the country i was up in hull i was down in devon i mean you know i go wherever people want me what have you got planned for the future more adventures i guess more adventures i have actually written a follow-up a sequel to poppy's tale but then that's there on the sidelines that i'm going to do at some point but there's only so many resources that i can there's only so much i can do at once and there was another idea that uh whole concept is actually a series again same age range um more complex illustrations and that i've just almost finished one of the books in that series and i'm probably going to publish that in the spring and i'm very excited about that poppy's tale is written in rhyme yeah because i always um found it easy from a very young age to write in rhyme um it just naturally comes out that way i think it was um limericks i like i was into limericks when i was a child edward lear um Poppy's Tale is in rhyme, written in rhyme, but uh, the new series uh, is not. It's it's prose. So, you know, um, but I'm very excited about the characters in there. They're all very real to me. Mm. They're very, very real. Um, so I'm living in, in that world. You publish them yourself, don't you? And that's not easy. It's not. It's not easy. Um, it's not easy, first off, to get an agent or a publisher nowadays. Uh, publishers and agents are very reluctant to take on new writers new authors um unknown um julia donaldson has obviously been hugely successful and in a way that dominates a large sector of the market for that age so because of my background in, as a graphic designer i was used to designing brochures so it became it, it was natural to me as i'm writing and well First of all, I do the writing, but then as I'm illustrating them, I'm laying out the book. And by the time, I've, so that I can see where the illustrations want to go and what, how they want to work with the text. And then by the time I've done all that, I, I, can, I have the ability through my natural, through my work, to be able to put it all together and contacts with, the re, with uh, very good printers. So it was a natural step to do it myself, and I have therefore complete control over it. 
um, which I quite like. Um, So I'm just going, so I set up a a publishing company, well, not a publishing company, a limited company to publish these, my books, um, Poppy's Tales the first. And then I took a break. Obviously, then we had COVID um, and I used that time to be writing the new one for Poppy's Tale, but then this other one just needed to be done as well. So I, I brought that in into play. So next spring for that one. Oh, well, perhaps you'd like to come back on the, the launch pad in, in the springtime or whenever it's ready and uh, tell us all about that because it'd be lovely to get you back onto the show. But as for, as for Poppy's Tale, uh, if people want to get a copy or get several copies for their school, where's the best place for them to go? Uh, the best, obviously, they're on Amazon. And the first thing to say is that you can either buy the book, Poppy's Tale, or if you type in Poppy's Tale gift packs, you can get the book and the tale. And there's a bookmark in as well. Or the tales are available on Amazon separately. So there are those three options on Amazon. Also, my website, which is www.bobbunbooks that's b-o-b-b-u-n books.com uh where there you can see there you can uh do the use paypal uh i think paypal is still on there yes and stripe so it's quite easy to order them that way again the book the gift packs it's very clear on my website the gift packs the um book on its own all the tales um and they're also available waterstones online they're not stocked in the shops uh but they are online there if if you put it into poppy's poppy's tail into google it will uh come up and that's poppy as in the little girl's name Uh and tail t-a-i-l obviously and and if there's any uh head teachers who are listening who who are thinking oh like that sounds interesting. Like to get into our school. Uh, how do they get hold of you for for a school visit? Okay, so I'm on various social media. So Facebook, Poppy has her own page. So it's Poppy's Tale Children's Book. So you can uh, direct message me through that, or on Twitter, I'm Kate Douglas Orf, and that's Kate with a C. Um, and Kate Douglas Orth, as in A-U-T-H, uh, as in author. Um, so DM me, direct message me on there. I'm also on Instagram, but I haven't actually been as active on Instagram, but it's Kate Douglas Author. Thank you. Um, folks, if you didn't get any of that, if we couldn't write it down quick enough, don't worry. Go into the text of the podcast. You know where you'll find it. You'll see all of the links. You're just one click away. Just use that those, those links and you'll get in touch with Kate and uh, her wonderful book, Poppy's Tale. Uh, Kate, thanks for joining us today. Um, do please come back on the show uh, in the new year and tell us all about in season four and tell us all about the continuation of Poppy's adventures because um, I can see this growing big. I really can because you are, you're offering something that is unique. I think uh, we, yeah. it's a very important message for our children, particularly in, 
these these 21st century Britain, we need to be aware of acceptance, whether mm-hmm. that be culture, race, sexuality or whatever. We need to be aware and we need to be sympathetic and we have to show respect. And I think that uh, beneath all of the story of Poppy's tale and the, the fact that it's a multicoloured tale that she chooses, I think that it's, you've got a very, very important message to bring children and families of all ages. And so another great episode is coming to an end. Thank you all for listening. Captain Dave and Eddie will be back again next week for another learning journey on the Dogsthorpe Infant School launch pad. To dream, believe and shine. Part of the Hampton Academies Trust. It's the school where stars go to dream, believe and shine.